Calgary's YW has just opened the city's first fully accessible, pet-friendly crisis shelter for women and children. Joining us with all the details is the CEO of YW Calgary, Sue Tomney. Good morning, Sue. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, Sue. It's good to be here. Big day last week with the grand opening, and I know your family started moving in yesterday. An enormous undertaking. So many people and partners came together to make it happen. Can you tell us why this shelter, this crisis shelter, was so crucial to this city of ours here in Calgary? Well, number one, the need is great in terms of shelter for women and children who are fleeing domestic violence. And uh, as the city grows, the need grows. So, you know, purely from a capacity standpoint, we needed this shelter because it's more rooms and more spaces. I think the other piece around timeliness is as the city grows and the diversity of the city grows, the needs have changed. So this is an inclusive shelter that recognizes uh, women and families that come from uh, outside of Canada or uh, Indigenous women and families and what their needs are when they are seeking shelter with us. So the timing also is great because we know that that is an important part of their healing. It's interesting because we know there's a need in the city of Calgary, but a lot of Calgarians might not, if they're not in the world, the world that you're in, Sue, to deal with your clients, know who your clients are. Who, who are the clients of the YW in this crisis shelter? You know, Andrew, that's such a good question because people don't see it and they, they, um, they don't know who is coming to us. And I have to tell you that it is people from all walks of life. Sadly, and I have people who have reached out directly to me, Uh, you know, um, unfortunately, domestic violence is not something that is uh, only for a particular, um, you know, uh, demographic of income or, um, uh, you know, in terms of background. It happens, sadly, to everyone. So that's why the shelter as well is there for everyone, because it doesn't matter, you know, where you come from. Unfortunately, this is uh, an, an epidemic in terms of violence that's happening towards women and our families. Sue, is it getting worse? I mean, or is it just there are more people in the city or do those, those two things just kind of go hand in hand? You know, I would say they go hand in hand in terms of, uh, you know, as the city grows. Um, I think it's also, you know, I know people are tired of hearing about it, but I think the shadow pandemic uh, term is real in terms of the stressors and everything that everyone has gone through, that you just see the heightened level of anxiety that's in the city, driven a lot as well by cost of living. So I think that adds to the stressors that create those situations where you have domestic violence. Um, and, and, you know, for us, what we've seen is, is an increase in, in violent um, action. And I think it's indicative of all that that has to do with people's mental health and the stressors that are, that are upon them in this, you know, in 2023 and all that we have um, uh, to work, you know, to work for. You know, when we talk about limited resources or lack of resources for something specific in the city, meeting those needs is one thing, but inherent in the word crisis, the nature and the timely nature of a need is another. So can you give us, a, paint a thumbnail sketch of if a woman is in crisis and has children, and even in this case, it's a pet-friendly crisis shelter, what is the process to get them into a room in a speedy manner? 
Yeah. Well, there's many ways that women will come to us. Sometimes it's as a result of a domestic violence situation where um, CPS has been involved. There is our crisis line on the YW site. There is also ShelterLink, which is also uh, accessible to other shelters to help find space. We all know that the space, you know, sadly, they're full um, uh, the majority of the time. So it really is about a community to working together to find the right space uh, for that woman and, and her children and, and, you know, potentially her pet. And so uh, that's the, the, the way to get to us. There's also, you know, as uh, doctors, et cetera, and counselors who, have, you know, are trained to know when there are these situations and when it's reached a point where they need that kind of help. So what I love about Calgary is um, we have this new beautiful shelter. We also have tremendous partners in the city who know how to help women and families. Sue, before we get into the design of this shelter and what makes it so special, I mean, bring it down to to numbers for us. How many women are accessing shelters in our city these days? Well, um, it's hard to say. Unfortunately, one of the things that we know is that we, you know, we will have for, you know, upwards of 4,000 phone calls to our shelter last year, and we were not able to accommodate them. So, um, and that may be because uh, we were full. It may be that they needed special care, but that's sort of indicative of, you know, what the need is out there. It's difficult to know how many are out there and, and not picking up the phone and making the call for whatever reasons. I think that we have seen, uh, you know, the growing need in terms of how many how many women uh, reach out to us, even on, on uh, as I said, on our crisis line. And the good news is it's not only about shelter. It is about getting into community before it reaches that crisis point, which is also a big piece of the work that YW does. And that, uh, you know, thanks to the support of the community, we're able, we're able to do. Because we know that that's the best way is to try to get in front of it. Because crisis at shelter is really a last resort at that point. And you, Sue, uh, uh, our, our Sue alluded to it that it's unique. Can you give us an idea of physically what the clients will notice and what makes this facility so standout-ish? Well, our, our old shelter was built 40 years ago in a time where um, shelter was all about hiding women away. It was about no windows, keeping them safe, you know, double locked doors. And at the time, that's what we thought was the right thing to do because and it was based a lot on fear and based a lot on protection um now fast forward to 2023 and everything that we've learned we know that the woman's path to healing has uh, a lot to do about choice and giving them back control of their lives in any way that we can because that's what they have lost when they're in a domestic violence situation. So that means that there are private spaces in the shelter, beautiful rooms. Uh, there are semi-private spaces. There is lounges with a, um, with a kitchen for them if they wish to cook dinner at 2 o'clock in the morning. And then there's the, the cafeteria that's for everyone for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So really meeting women where they're at, what is it they need, and giving them that ability of choice. And secondly is about light. Um, this shelter has um, beautiful windows. And when you walk into the shelter, you can see everywhere. And we know now that for women, part of the healing is being able to, to know what's out there in front of them. And they can see and they can see what's coming and they can have natural light. So that is a huge step from what we had before and what makes the building so important 
incredibly beautiful, and uh, as as well as being inclusive. So we know uh, that women um, have needs in terms of smudging, uh, for example. And so the whole building is, is a place where you can smudge because we know for our Indigenous guests that that is important to their healing. And we know that pets um, are a barrier sometimes for a woman leaving a violent situation because she's either afraid for her pet to leave it at home or her children and her need that pet with them to help them heal. So all of those, uh, a different day in 2023, which is why this is so exciting, because it really does set a precedence in how we meet women and how we help them heal in a dignified, beautiful surrounding. I love how you describe it. Fantastic. The dignified, beautiful surroundings. So important what you and your team are doing. YWCalgary.ca is the website. The crisis line you mentioned, what is that? So the crisis line, and it's available on our website um, uh, um, that you can get the actual phone phone number or just by going to the website and being able to access there. And that is a line that can help connect women and families to counseling or if it is actually shelter that they need, but it is the first step in helping them find out the resources that are available. Again, wonderful. YWCalgary.ca. Sue Tomney, the CEO of YW Calgary. Thank you so much for joining us and telling us all about this amazing facility. Oh, thank you both for having me.